paz de Cristo. Praise the Lord, body of Christ. Good morning. It is Thursday morning, 5.45 in the morning, and God is good. It's been a while. I've been busy trying to get, we got a outdoor service uh, this Saturday, June the 13th at 5 p.m., and it's it's hard work putting an event together. Those of you who have done it know what I'm talking about. A lot of you might think, well, it's just getting this and getting this and getting that. And it sounds simple enough, praise the Lord. But what do you do when obstacles, difficulties gum up the works? You know, you got a plan and then that plan doesn't come through. And then you got to go to plan B, and plan B doesn't come through. You got to go to plan C, and so forth, and so forth. And it just, it gets a little overwhelming, but God is good. God is great. God gives patience. When the patience is running through, running slim, I meant, thin. And we're getting it done, praise the Lord. So if you're in the Granite Falls, Minnesota area, at 5 o'clock, we will be gathering at Memorial Park in Granite Falls, Minnesota, by the river. We're going to have an outdoor service, and after that, we're going to have a fellowship meal. So if you're in the area, this is your invitation, and you're more than welcome. Today's preaching will be coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 11. And it's talking about two characters of the Bible. One of them being John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is a very pivotal character in the Bible. And here we read in out of the King James Version, Matthew 3, verse 11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He's referencing Acts 2.38, whose fan is in his hand. Verse 12, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the gardener, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. See, he's talking about a process here, and we're going to get into that. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, come before your presence we come before your throne of authority Lord we give you the honor, we give you the glory we give you the praise we're grateful for another day of life we thank you Lord that you have given us the ability to get up out of our bed to open our eyes, to draw in breath Lord now we pray Lord that you would anoint my lips that I would speak only the words of God 
that I would not put my theory, my ideas into this podcast. But the only word that I would speak and refer to would be your word, Jesus Christ. That way, the word of God says, whatever you do by word or by mouth, do it in the name of Jesus Christ. That way, you, Lord, you, Jesus, get all the glory and all the honor. And man doesn't deserve no glory. Yes, the Bible says give honor for honors due, but that's a different situation. The glory is yours and yours alone. And all of God's people said, one, two, three, amen. Let's get back into the Word. How have you been? I've missed you guys. Haven't heard from you guys. You guys haven't heard from me either. Like I said, I've been busy, busy, busy. So we find John the Baptist here in the baptismal waters. And he is baptizing people for the remission of their sin. And he is the voice that calls in the desert. He is he that opens the path for who? For Jesus Christ. So in verse, in chapter 3, he's actually talking about those. In verse chapter 3, it says, And in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that spoke was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. See, John the Baptist was prophesied. He was prophesied. By the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet Isaiah also prophesied about Jesus Christ. So this is a prophecy being completed right before our eyes as we read it. And John says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. See, John's baptism wasn't in a name. It was more just so you could be forgiven of sins. We'll get to that. We'll get to that another preaching, but then you find that in the book of Acts. His baptism was just so you could receive repentance of your sins. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. See, he even says that. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Jesus. And look, look how he represents himself. Look how he sees himself. I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He's saying, I can't walk like he walks. I can't do what he does. We are not the same. He's making a distinction here. He's letting us know, don't be fooled. I might baptize in water. But he also baptizes. He does things greater than I. He says, he's greater than I. And look, I baptize you in water. But what does he say? He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. See, he's letting you know, I'm a man. He's Jesus. I can only do so much. He does everything. Praise the Lord. Oh, I feel the presence of God as I'm speaking about this. You know, a lot of times we can only do so much. We can only do what God allows us to do and what God tells us to do. 
And there's going to be jobs in our lives, situations in our lives where we can't do it all. God's going to have to finish the rest. We might start it, but God's going to finish it. The apostle writes, one plants a seed, another waters a seed, another uh, picks up the harvest. But it's the spirit of God that gives all growth. So we can do one thing, but without Jesus finishing the work, it's, it's nothing. And this great man of God, John the Baptist, he realized that he said, I am nothing. I am nothing compared to him. He wanted the people to know he's talking to the people. Because he was starting to get a following. And sometimes when people start relying on you, you stop relying on God. Because they think you got the answers and then you start believing it too. Yeah, I do got the answers. I can't tell people what to do. I do give good advice. But the uh, excuse me, John the Baptist, he reels it in. He's like, no, 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 no. I need Jesus like you need Jesus. I I only baptize you for the repentance of sins in just in water. But he that cometh after me, praise the Lord, I feel the presence of God. It's mightier than I. Jesus is mighty to save. He is mighty, folks. And John writes this and says, I I can only do so much. But Jesus, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, gloria tu nombre, praise him, praise him. Jesus, just say the name Jesus. Jesus. No matter what situation you're in, you call upon the name of Jesus. I know I'm straying away a bit from the message, but I feel the presence of God in my living room right now. Whoever calls upon the name of Jesus shall be heard. Praise the Lord. He says, I baptize you in water. But he comes after me. He's mightier than I. Whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. In other words, I can't. I'm not even worthy to try to put on his shoes. I can't do what he does. I can't live like he lives. I know my limits. He is great. I am not. He shall also baptize you, but with the Holy Ghost and, listen to this, with fire. Verse 12, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat and the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with the unquenchable fire. See, when you had your wheat... Wheat comes in a husk. It's got a little shell. And you set it out on the floor to dry it. And you'd probably put it by a furnace so that the furnace would heat it up a little. And the the chaff would uh, crack off the seed. And then you'd get like a kind of fan and fan it. And the seed is heavier than the chaff than its surrounding. 
the surrounding would crack off and the seed would stay on the floor and when you go like when you'd fan your hand back and forth rapidly the shell the 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 part that's not edible would crack off and it would fly off the seed and all you had left on the floor was this pure wheat and then you'd get all the chaff and with the fire that you were warming it up to crack the shell off or the chaff off you'd burn the chaff you burn the chaff and keep the seed he's saying Jesus is coming to do that Jesus is going to fan his spiritual fan and the real wheat is going to stay and those false people those that are not called to repentance those that want nothing to do with repentance at all they're going to be blown and thrown away and they will be burnt up with unquenchable fire it's also referencing judgment day or those that did not accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior or those that accepted him but lived not in a spiritual fruitful manner will be thrown into the lake of fire now this is beautiful verse 13 he's talking about Jesus verse 13 says then cometh who <laughs> dun 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 right it says then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him Oh, oh, oh. imagine you're preaching to somebody about God, about Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, Jesus manifests manifests himself to you. What would you say? What would you do? You're preaching about the Savior, the Creator, the God of heaven and earth. You're preaching about him and he manifests in front of you what would you say what would you do you know that song I can only imagine you know what would you do what would you say it says surrounded by your glory what will my heart feel what would you say what would you do if Jesus presented himself unto you A lot of us can't even fathom, can't even imagine what we would do. But guess what? It happened to John. He's talking to the multitudes of the people, telling them to be baptized, telling them to accept the Lord, telling them that the coming of the Lord is coming, telling them that the King of Kings is coming, the Prince, the Savior is coming, and he will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and in fire and, and and he's coming to separate the chaff from the seed the chaff from the wheat and the chaff's going to be thrown in fire and the wheat shall be taken into the garner and then it said then cometh Jesus verse 13 Matthew 3:13 then cometh Jesus from Galilee he see he came from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him now verse 14 here here is the dynamic of the dialogue between these two but John forbade him saying I have need 
to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? See, one thing that I loved about John the Baptist, if you read his story, and it's small, but if you read it, he gave it all for Jesus. And I can feel the presence of God again for the third time as I speak this message to you. He gave it all to Jesus. There's a time when they told him, hey, remember that guy you baptized, Jesus? He's getting a bigger discipleship than you. And he stops that man. He says, have I not told you that I am not the groom? The groom is the one that gets the glory. I am him that is glorified with the groom. He gets the glory. He gets the honor. I am not the groom. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Maybe in another podcast we'll talk about how John the Baptist gave his life. Or how his life was taken from him. And he forbade. He told, in other words, he told Jesus, no, no, no. I need you to baptize me. You are the Savior. You are the God. You are the one that prophets spoke of over a thousand years ago. You are the one that needs to baptize me. Yet you, the creator of heaven and earth, you come to me? I'll read it again in his words. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? Verse 15. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. In other words, Jesus told him, do it. It has to be done. It needs to be fulfilled. What was he talking about? Jesus was talking about prophecy. The scholars have noted that over 300 to 1,000 in between there prophecies Jesus completed and he said unto him suffer it to be so now in other words do it do it for thus it becometh us to fulfill because we have to complete this he's telling him all righteousness then he suffered him in other words he did it And Jesus, when was baptized, went up straight away out of the water, and lo, out of the heavens were opened, and unto him he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lightning upon him, and lighting upon him. Wow. 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 We are to do God's will. We are not there to complete His will. We are called to do His work. We are not called to finish the work. The one that finishes the work is Jesus Christ. We are there to start it. 
We are there to seed it. We are either there to water it or we're there to reap, sow it, reap it, excuse me. We're there to sow it, we're there to water it, we're there to reap it. Jesus is the finishing. We start it, he finishes it. John knew his role in Jesus Christ. He knew what his position was. He knew what his calling was. Do you know what your position in Christ is today? Do you know what your true calling in Christ is today? See, John could have easily said, I baptize you in water. I can baptize you in the spirit. I have no problem baptizing Jesus Christ. It's nothing. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is me. This is what I do. I'm John the Baptist. A lot of us, we get caught up in the popularity of our lifestyle. You know, I'm talking about ministers, pastors, evangelists. We get caught up. Oh, because I'm a pastor, you know, I can do everything. Give me all the praise. Give me all the glory. I'm the pastor. I'm the one praying for you. I'm the one laying my hand on you. I'm the one saying you're going to receive this. We get caught up in that. And John the Baptist did not. He said, I baptize you in water, but behind me is one greater. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. I am not worthy bear his shoes that the time would come when people would try to equate us to God to Jesus Christ and that we would humbly decline that evaluation and say no all the praise all the glory all the honor go to Jesus I've seen many a times when somebody says, thank you for praying for me. And they say, oh, no problem, any time. What is that? They're taking glory for themselves. They're taking that honor for themselves. Oh, thank you, Pastor, for coming and visiting me at the hospital. When you prayed for me, I was healed. Oh, oh, yes, you know, that's what I do. I pray for people. They're giving no glory, no honor to God. Oh, you sing beautifully. I love the way you sing. I I feel the anointing when you sing. Oh, thank you. I've been singing for 15 years, you know, professionally trained. I, I, you know, I know how to get into the presence. No glory, no honor for God. John the Baptist knew how to give him the glory. He knew how to give him the honor. He was the voice that cried out in the wilderness. He was the one that prepared the straight path. Who was he preparing that for? Why was he crying out in the wilderness for? He was crying out to prepare the path for Jesus Christ. He knew his role. And he knew also that it was his role to give the glory to Jesus Christ. When was the last time in your ministry, in your fruits, in your works, you gave God the glory? Pastor, thank you for coming to visit the hospital. When you came, I felt the presence and I was healed. Oh, you know, it's what I do. I, I search for the Lord in the morning. And that's why I fill myself up with the presence. That way you can feel it. No. Glory to God. 
Praise the Lord. He receives all the glory. He is the one that gives his presence into humanity. He is the one that you felt, not me. I am nothing. He is everything. There's a difference. John the Baptist. Let us be like John the Baptist and let us not be like ourselves. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise for it is yours and yours alone to receive. It is not mine, Lord. My role is to give you glory. My role is to give you praise. My role is to preach thy word, your word, Jesus Christ. I did not write this. Man wrote it, but it was inspired by God. Without that inspiration, this word would not be true. You have given the inspiration to write this book. It is your word and it is truth. Lord, thank you for talking to us today about John the Baptist and yourself. We got a glimpse of when your ministry started. And I pray that this word be a blessing to every person listening to this podcast. In Arab, in Germany, in Africa, in the United States, wherever you're listening to it, in any country you're listening to, I want to tell you I love you in Jesus. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, be strong in Jesus. Don't let go of the hand of Jesus. No matter what country you're in, no matter what situation you're going through, Jesus is the answer. Man has not the answer. The only one that has the answer is Jesus Christ. Hold on to his hand, my brothers, my sisters. Hold on to his hand, my family in Jesus Christ. And soon, very soon, we will see every one of us, those that really love Jesus Christ, we will see every one of us in heaven. God bless you. Have a great, blessed day. Say with me, one, two, three. Amen.